0: Welcome back, everybody. Listen, this is season two of the Confessions of a Church Girl podcast, and I am your host, Miss Lisa Amanda McFall. And y'all, I am so excited to be back. Listen, it has been how long? How long haven't we sat down and crossed our legs and just chatted? Like, how long has it been since we have, you know, sat down and discussed certain things together? Um, I intentionally gave myself a break, During the summer from a whole lot of things. And of course, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but like, I just want to sit here and like take in the moment for a minute because it's been amazing. It's been, it's been so great. And the responses of the podcast or from the podcast have been amazing as well. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we get to sit and talk and that you welcome me into your car, into your home. You know, like, while you're sitting there on the toilet, I'm sitting there with you and we talking. I'm just playing. That is so weird. <laughs> oh, but so much has happened, y'all. Um, speaking of so much has happened, y'all, by the time as this particular episode airs, our producer, Charles, would already be married. Ah! Y'all, listen. Charles is a married man, okay? And I'm even more excited because he's married to my sister. Not my biological sister, but my sister's sister. Like, if y'all get it, those that get it, get it, and those that don't, don't. And I'm so excited. I'm so happy for them. God bless you guys on your union. And, like, it was so beautiful that I was able to stand in their wedding as well because who wouldn't want me to stand in their wedding, right? Anywho... So much has happened, y'all. I am now in my last year in nursing school, so I am a fourth-year nursing student. I got this semester plus another one left, practically. And then it's just internships, and yeah, I couldn't be more happy. Um, It's been a rough ride. It's been rough, Um, particularly in nursing school. And I think I spoke about that last season how difficult and stressful it is. I remember at the beginning of this year, between January and April, that had to be the most difficult semester of my life. I literally felt like my entire world was crashing down at one time. I remember talking to my pastor. I was like, yo, like, I feel like I want to check into Sandalyns. And for those of you who don't know or who maybe are international listeners, Sandalance is a mental health and rehabilitation center in our country, uh, like, that's how bad it was. Like, I was really struggling in my mental health. And thankfully, through prayer, through therapy, through talking to myself and talking with others who were able to pour into me, um, I was able to get through it, and I was able to, you know, just take it one day at a time, one step at a time. And I'm so grateful for my support system and for my team and for my friends, my sisters, my church family, like, even my children, they have no idea how much they helped me get through the entire beginning of this year. And I'm so grateful that I brought that particular topic up because I want to go straight into what we want what we were going to talk about today. Um I so I I started off by saying that I intentionally kept my schedule not open so much as it was I just, I just was intentional about not being so busy um, during the last few weeks, the last maybe two months or so. So the last three months, I was intentional about three, four months because I realized that my schedule was so full. Um, of so many things that I had to do and so many things that I couldn't get away from because I have so many commitments already. I'm a full-time mom. I'm basically full-time in ministry. um, Everybody knows my church by now, Judas House. Shout out to my pastors, Pastors Brian and Audra Bain, literally the greatest pastors on the planet. But um, so busy at home, busy at church, busy at school, like nursing school is like a baby in and of itself, like it just doesn't stop. And then on top of that, like trying to keep up my social life and then this speaking engagement, that singing engagement, this thing, that thing, still trying to be a good friend, still trying to be there for my sisters and my brother, still trying to be there, you know, be active in the many roles that I am currently and presently active in in church. Like it was a lot And I remember a couple months ago when I was probably in just the height of frustration, I think it was July, and I I remember hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit say, like, are you doing these things for me or are you just doing these things to fill your schedule? And then I also heard him say, basically, I don't want to misquote it, but something along the lines of, like, your schedule is busy, but busyness doesn't always mean that— you being productive and I thought that filling my schedule with so many different things and so many different events and opening myself up for any and every um this invitation that invitation and then stretching myself so thin because there were times where I was telling people no that I couldn't do something but that's because I already had 11 things to do in that one day and it was so it was so stressful that I felt like I was stretched so thin because I wanted to be. I was so hell bent on the idea of my image of being able to do all of these things, and it it wasn't even in a bad way um, until I had to realize that in a way I was even idolizing the fact that I was able to do so much. When knowing deep down within myself that I was not really able to commit fully to everything that I was committing myself to. And now I learned that if I can't put my entire all in it, and and if I'm unable to put my heart in it, then it makes no sense for me to do this thing at all. And so um, this singing engagement, this one asking me to speak, that one asking me to speak. I got homework I didn't finish. My kids have homework they didn't finish. I got these bills to pay. And then I started working again. And like I work as a a medical assistant um slash nurse at a local doctor's office, and like even that, like being now able to have to commit to my job um among all these other things, it it literally I felt like like what is really happening. And it was like constantly I started getting messages from Holy Spirit. I started seeing these posts and these videos and these podcasts basically saying that you don't become the greatest by doing 12 different things at one time. You become the greatest by committing yourself to one thing and, and basically becoming the best at that. And then you move on to something else. But I was here baking cakes and decorating cakes and delivering cakes and cupcakes and then still singing and still cooking for my kids and then still going to school and then coming to church and then functioning in that capacity and then, you know, still having a social life. And it was a lot. And so when I took my kids on a family vacation back in August, um, like the end of July, first part of August, I had like this revelation and I was grateful, but the thing that stood out to me the most is Holy Spirit basically showed me that, hey, you were living the last few months just every single day saying, boy, I can't wait to get the vacation, boy, I can't wait to get vacation, and boy, I can't wait to have a vacation, and when I get on vacation, nothing is going to stress me out, and, like, I remember him airing him say, so after vacation, then what? Are you going to come back to a life that you're trying to escape? Are you going to come back to a life that you are frustrated with? Like, that is not the abundant life that Christ has died and, and desires for you to have. The life that I want to give you is a life that you don't have to run away from and escape from. And that just shook me. I probably went into depression, like, the last, Day or the, the the day before, like the second to last day of our vacation, I was like, whoa. I was so deep in my thoughts, I was frustrated, I was sad, because then I was like searching my mind and searching myself for like things and reasons and ways and things to cut back on. So that I that when I come back to my real life, like I was I was trying to find changes so that I could make Changes that I can make that would help me to not be so frustrated with the life that I was living. And it looked so good on the outside. And I'm not going to tell you that I wasn't happy because I was. I was very happy in my life. But it wasn't until I saw how bad it was, like how much it was taking a toll on me physically. Like that was when I realized, oh, my God, I need to make some changes. I came across this video the other night and it said um, you weren't created to live constantly on the edge, constantly with adrenaline and cortisol just flowing, flowing, flowing. You weren't um, created to just live tense all the time. And to be honest with you, I was tense because I was always thinking about the next thing I have to do, the next paper I need to write, the next book I got to push out but um, I can't write the book yet because I'm tired I was tired I was tired mentally and I was tired physically and so as I decided you know what I'm gonna make these changes I remember we ran away on that Tuesday and that Saturday we had this um training at my church and this prophet was there and she came to me and she was like lay down on the floor I was like, okay. (laughs) So I just laid down on the floor, and she was like, I have you telling the Lord that you just want peace and quiet. Like, you are tired, and you literally have to go away just to be able to catch a break. And, of course, she said some other things that I won't share on the airwaves, but it was so amazing to me, first of all, that Holy Spirit heard the cries of my heart that was saying, I am tired I am tired of all of the commitments that I have. I am tired of being busy, and I don't want to live this way. But I was so confused, or I was fighting and battling within myself because society makes you believe, and even the church and religion sometimes make you believe that because you are busy, you being productive, and then busyness equals production, which equals you walking in your purpose. But what good is it to quote unquote walk in my purpose when I am tired and I have no energy and no more mental capacity to be able to do the things that actually matter because I am so tired. I don't want to have to prove... I don't want to have to remain relevant. I don't want to have to prove myself to people. I don't want to have to be to every event. I don't want to have to say yes to every invitation. I don't want this life. I want to serve God, but I also want to be the parent, the mother that my, both of my children need. I want to be the friend that my friends need. I want to be the leader at my church that those um, who will be in my care need. And I can't be all things to all people. Not every single time. I'm not a superhero and I had to be okay with taking off my superhero coat and saying, Holy Spirit, I don't want to be a superhero anymore. I don't want to save the entire world. I want to do the things that you've called me to do and I want to live fulfilled through that. I don't want to have to constantly make an Instagram post and constantly make a Facebook post and be on top of that because what was happening was when I was too tired and when I wasn't able to do those things anymore and the timeline that I wanted to, I then guilted myself. So I felt guilty for being tired. <laughs> and so I I came to a point where I felt like I just needed to always 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 be producing until the Holy Spirit had to show me that he didn't create me to be a machine. He created me to be a human being. And so while I was on vacation, I made this um away status and you know, like if you have a business account on WhatsApp, you would um you can set an away message. And my away message was basically, hey, I spend in some really good quality time with my kids. I am unable to answer any messages pertaining to work, pertaining to ministry, pertaining to anything. Really, what I wanted to say was, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and I know it sounds so harsh. But that was the place I was in. And, of course, I still had people messaging me because they didn't know. And when they messaged me, they saw the message. And I was so adamant and I was so intentional that I was just not responding to anybody's messages. I wanted to spend time with my kids and my family and just throw my phone away and not care. And can I tell you that that was the greatest, what, six, seven days of my life. Like, that was the greatest time that we had. We shared so many good meals, so many awesome laughs, and so many amazing memories, and it almost felt unreal because I had not relaxed and let my hair down in a way like that probably since I was a kid. I felt like a child. I felt so free. I didn't have any cares or concerns. Like, I mean... I didn't even know where the first dollar was coming from, but everything was paid off in full. Like my kids, we came back with suitcases filled with all of the toys and clothes that they needed. And um we got to eat and even everything that we wanted to eat. Like it was amazing. And for so that was the first time in years that my mind was free and that my body was relaxed and that I was actually able to just breathe and just exist without the pressure of having to perform or the pressure of having to be, like the pressure of having to do. Sorry, I could have just be. And that was new for me. And so like the second to last day of vacation, I felt a little bit depressed And I was like, Holy Spirit, I need you to help me. Like, you showed me that I could live this life. You showed me that I could live peacefully and I could still do the things that you have for me to do without overworking myself and trying to overcompensate for something. And so I was like, God, please show me the way. Show me, teach me the thoughts I need to have in my mind. Teach me the way I need to be. Teach me what I need to say and how I need to... Um, exist so that I can maintain this feeling of peace. Show me how to maintain this peace that surpasses all understanding. I remember I had a conversation with my good friend, um, I think it was i don't I don't want to call the name. And he was like, the Bible says to seek peace and pursue it. And the reason why he says to pursue peace is because This life can get so hard and we can get so busy and we can get so caught up with everything else that we forget what it actually means to be at peace. And so now, after I prayed that prayer and I was like, Holy Spirit, I don't want to go back to the life that I had before. I'm not going to go back home and be telling everybody yes. I'm not going to accept every invitation. I'm not going to accept every birthday invitation. I'm not going to come to every single party. I'm not going to be at every single wedding. I'm not going to be at every single funeral. God forbid nobody dies. I'm not going to be... I'm not going to work overtime. I'm going to leave work at exactly the time that I'm supposed to leave. I, I'm i going to come to church, and I'm going to do exactly what it is I'm supposed to do. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it my best. And then after that, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to be a mother to my children. And above all, I'm going to keep Christ at the center. And, of course, I made some some other changes as well, certain things that I will not say on the air, but— Oh, man, it is such a joy to be at peace. And this is a feeling that I have never experienced, but this is something that I will not allow to be taken away from me. As the prophet said um, that Saturday before we went away, when she gave me, when she told me what the heart and the will of the Lord was concerned in my life when she spoke into me, and she said that this season of your life is one of rest and p- rest and relaxation and peace of mind. And I grabbed whole of that word and every sense of the word. And I refused to let that word be eaten or taken away by the birds or to be withered up or crushed up. No, that was my word. I will take that and I have applied that to my life. And can I tell you that my mind has been at peace my heart has been at peace. My soul has been at rest, and it is literally the most amazing feeling that I can ever have. And I'm not telling you that I'm lazy. I'm not telling you that I'm not doing anything that God has asked me to do, because I'm sitting here talking to you right now on this podcast. I'm still a nurse in nursing school. I still work. I'm still a full time mom. I'm still full time in ministry. It's just that I'm using wisdom, and I'm I'm prioritizing. I'm prioritizing what it is that I'm supposed to do and prioritizing what I need to do. And the things, like I asked Holy Spirit to give me wisdom on how to prioritize. And if you're anything like the way that I was when you did not know what to prioritize and you did not know what to say no to, I would admonish you to go ahead and pray that prayer to Holy Spirit and say, God, I don't like this feeling. Like, one of the things I learned in nursing school is that the body was not created to stay and maintain high levels and high altitudes of stress continually day in and day out. No rest, no sleep for 50 weeks out of the year. And then for two weeks in the year, you get a vacation. You get 10 days out of 365 to rest and relax and catch yourself. No, man. No, man. That that in a life that that Christ died for us to live <laughs> that's not the type of life that i'm going to subscribe to anymore so no i don't allow myself to get stressed out <laughs> i i'm i'm not doing that i don't allow thoughts to sit in my head that are um that will cause negative feelings or negative thoughts i don't let resentment sit i don't let thoughts sit i don't say yes to things that I want to say no to. If I want to say no, or if I, I'm i just going to say no, I'm going to say, hey, no, we can't do this. I'm not doing that. I'm not committing to that. And I now I can say no without feeling the guilt of feeling like I should have said yes. Like once Holy Spirit, like when I get an invitation or when someone asks me to do something, whether it's uh, for ministry or whether it's just, you know, regular life, like if I can't do it, I can't do it, and I don't go above and beyond to try and make myself into a superhuman to fix everybody's needs. I think above all, the Holy Spirit showed me how to um, be even more so okay with no longer needing to prove myself to everybody. Um, as somebody who was once a codependent, often we don't realize or I didn't realize how much of my Habits were still rooted in codependency. And codependency will stress you the heck out if you let it. But now that I understand that I cannot be a superhero, I can't be all things to all people, that is not the life I want to live anymore. And So with a smile on my face and with peace in my heart, once I receive something and I run it past Holy Spirit and... I don't get a yes, I will say, no, I'm so sorry, I can't commit to that. Of course, I will offer you an option or an alternative and be like, well, I know so-and-so who may be available, but I'm doing it. I refuse to fill my schedule with things that everybody else thinks I should be doing just because people think I should do it. I don't need to maintain my relevancy. Relevancy? I don't need to prove my relevance. I can just be and I love this life. I fell in love with a peaceful life. I fell in love with a peaceful heart. I fell in love with being at one with who Lisa is and at one with who Holy Spirit is and who He continues to prove Himself to be to me. I fell in love with literally being okay and being one with the voice of God and just being in a solemn connection with Him. And not feeling like proving myself to other people was synonymous with proving how much I loved God. And one of these days, we're going to talk about that same part a little bit more. But nonetheless, this was the first episode in the second season, y'all. It's such an amazing, awesome privilege to be here one more time just to be able to talk with you and to, you know, discuss some things that we got going on. Of course, you can always shoot me an email. That's author at gmail.com. That's L-M-C-F, as in frog, A-L-L, author, A-U-T-H-O-R, at gmail.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at Lisa McFall or on Facebook at Lisa McFall. Of course, I always love to hear your reviews. I always love to hear... Um, you guys opinions and even answer some of your questions that you have that I may not have been able to touch on the show as always it was a pleasure talking to you and I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week have a wonderful week and I love you bye